Sports World. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. Welcome to Go Baller FFS and the Family Feud Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, here to bring you a weekly edition of our NFL Quick Rants Podcast, our wildcard weekend special edition Quick Rants Podcast. And we want you to tell us what's your biggest sports beef, what's your biggest rant of the week. Call into our station here. Let us know. We'll republish the call and get the conversation going. And without further ado, sitting here next to my co-host slash father, a.k.a. the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks columnist and beat writer, and jumping into Mr. Alan Dell's rant of the week. And tell me, you got a little bit of beef with the Georgia Bulldogs and Oklahoma Sooners game, man. What's going on? Yeah, I didn't have a dog in that fight. I was just watching the game. but I was... No pun intended, huh? Yeah, I... Uh was really amazed at Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield and what he was doing. Uh, and then uh, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, the, the coach of Oklahoma, youngest coach of major college football in the country, 34 years old. He just panicked. He, he started to play not to lose instead of play to win. And you know when that happens, most teams lose. You can stay, say it started at the end of, of the first half. Oklahoma was up 31-14, and they were kicking off after a score, and he could have kicked it deep. I guess he was afraid of a big return, so he squib kicks it, and he sets up uh, Georgia for a short field goal, and they go down 31-17. And it turns out that that might have cost them the game because the game went into overtime. But the play calling by Riley at the end of the regulation and in and in overtime, two overtimes, was very disappointing, very discouraging. He basically took the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hand. He started running the ball. Didn't want to throw the ball downfield. I mean, everything's a risk in a football game. You have the greatest weapon in college football, Heisman Trophy winner. He, one of the best offenses, maybe the best offense in the country. And a lot of that is because, obviously, of Baker Mayfield. And he took the ball out of his hands. He tried running plays. Rodney Anderson, Oklahoma running back, uh, 26 carries for 201 yards. So it's not like the run run game wasn't working. Oklahoma overall, 242 rushing yards, but Georgia, 317 rushing yards. On the other side, Baker Mayfield, 23 for 35, 287 in terms of yardage, two touchdowns, one interception. So you saying he should have got 40 pass attempts, 45, 50? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, well, at the end, when especially that Georgia tied the game at 45 and. And then Riley ran seven plays in two extra periods. Only one featured uh, the best player in the country, Baker Mayfield, uh, thrown into the end zone. Uh, and, and they weren't able to do anything. They weren't able to score. The thing is, okay, the way Oklahoma moves the ball, it's basically through the air, so that's a risk. But Georgia was moving the ball well, and they don't throw. They basically run the ball. So they were going to use their strength at a, a lower risk than it was uh, for Oklahoma. But you got to play to win. That's the bottom line. He's a 34-year-old coach. Hopefully he'll learn from his lesson, but he sure made things easy for Georgia. That, that, that's all I got. Sooners fans wishing for Bob Stoops to come back on the sideline right there and get the old coach back in, man. Talk about the blowout in the first half. Oklahoma was up 31-14, going to the half 31-17. How about the Georgia Bulldogs outscoring Oklahoma was it 37 to 17 over the final two quarters and overtime combined and you and and i saw the plays just as you did in overtime just in the overtime sessions you just trying to run the ball you're already in field goal range why aren't you trying to go for it or you're afraid to lose by throwing an interception and that's what it seems like it was at the end of the day yeah especially uh 
when the game was tied in, uh, Oklahoma had a ball, ball with 55 seconds left in regulation. He didn't want to take any chances. He could have, he could have run, you know, throw, thrown a pass. Okay, if it's incomplete, the clock stops and maybe it'll get intercepted. But you got the best player in the country, so you, you want to get. In a, I wouldn't want to go into overtime against a team that runs the ball as well as Georgia because. The chances of them turning it over were very slight, and the chances of them scoring were very good. So he, he did his thing. Uh, is, is, is your boy now on the hot seat? Is the, is the Oklahoma coach now on the hot seat for no, you? No, he's not on the hot seat. They're going to say he had a great year, you know, made the Final Four. But I feel sorry for Mayfield and his teammates. Uh, they, they deserve better from their coach. Now, Alabama now a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the national championship game over the Georgia Bulldogs. Real quick, who you got in that game? I gotta go. I'll go with Alabama just because it's Alabama. I'm going Georgia, baby. Home field advantage, and that one. We'll be right back with part two of our NFL quick rants. Stay tuned. Welcome back, sports world, to part two of our NFL quick rants podcast, our wild card weekend edition. A little bit of college football bonus edition with the Godfather rating on the Oklahoma Georgia game from the college football playoff semifinals. Now jumping back into an actual NFL rant and my beloved Cincinnati Bungles. Man, oh man, oh man, the news dropped today, sitting here Tuesday, January 2nd, that Marvin Lewis will will be returning for two more seasons as the Cincinnati Bengals head coach. Your boy Mike Brown, I don't know what the news was a month or so ago, and I was celebrating, I even posted a podcast episode here, that Bengals fans, it was time to celebrate and rejoice that Marvin Lewis was leaving town. Numerous reports had that, whether it was Adam Schefter over at ESPN or guys over at NFL.com, and it seems like all the news was not true because Marvin Lewis himself created the news, and my rant is on Mike Brown. Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton, a.k.a. the unholy trinity of Cincinnati sports, here to ruin the lives of every Cincinnati sports fan that ever has come to be. And man, I don't know, it's it's just, you look at the record and the track record and everything that Marvin Lewis has brought to the table, 0-7 in the playoffs, the only NFL coach to ever have that many playoff appearances without a single win, zero playoff wins since 1990. Mike Brown took over the job as owner slash general manager and operator in 1993. One of the first moves he ever made was firing Sam Weish, one of the most popular Bengals coaches in history. And what does his next replacement do? Dave Shula, the youngest head coach, quickest coach to ever lose 50 games in his career. So you can go through the stats over and over and over again, but the fact is, is that Mike Brown is the only NFL owner with general manager duties besides Jerry Jones. So the same exact thing that's going on in Dallas is going on in Cincinnati, except we have no Super Bowls to speak for it, as Jerry Jones does in his tenure with the Dallas Cowboys. And man, just talk about Paul Brown, all due respect, represent Paul Brown Stadium and being co-founder of the Bengals. But my man, Paul, rest in peace, my friend. You gave birth to the devil and Mike Brown of Cincinnati Sports. And keeping all these three guys around, Mike Brown is our general manager, Marvin Lewis is our head coach, Andy Dalton is our quarterback, continued mediocrity at best for the next 5, 10, 15 years? I don't know. When, when's there going to be a protest? I don't, Mr. Allen Dove, you've seen some of these generations of guys come and go. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Well, I feel your pain. I feel the pain for all the Cincinnati fans. I mean, the home of the Bengals has become the house of horrors. I don't know what to say. I had a feeling just something said that. Uh, You've been saying it all week. Marvin, what, what if he What if he comes back? Yeah, Marvin was coming back. I don't know. Mike Brown's uh, 82 years old. Maybe he just doesn't want to deal. Him and Marvin have been friends for a long time. And maybe that's just it. He doesn't want to deal with change. He's 
Uh, he doesn't want to. They say he doesn't want to go through the process of trying to find another coach. So the Cincinnati Bengals are now officially the worst family-run organization in all of sports. With the Brown family, sorry, Paul, but your legacy has been ruined by your son, Mike. 13-8-1 for Marvin Lewis over the last two years. This is two back-to-back -back losing seasons following a string of five straight playoff appearance, appearances for the Bengals in which we lost all five of those games. That five-game streak of making the playoffs is the worst thing that's ever happened to a franchise in NFL history because that will forever extend the tenure of Marvin Lewis as head coach and will forever extend the tenure of Andy Dalton as quarterback because Mike Brown is afraid of change and afraid to shake things up, especially at this age and I, I just don't I just don't know what else to say. I mean they won't even let Adrian McCarron compete for a job, even though he was a decent draft pick and has shown to be a decent player in different spurts, whether it's filling in for Andy Dalton in the playoffs a few years ago. Uh, Adrian McCarron has proven that he deserves a shot to compete for quarterback, but won't get it because of Andy Dalton leading the team to five straight playoff appearances and he didn't lead the team it was the defense and Mike Zimmer as the defensive coordinator that led us to those five appearances I mean you could just look at the stats up and down um you know no GM for that for that long a time and the fact we've had one of the smallest scouting departments in the all in all the NFL during that same amount of time too I think it's just um I don't know I, I don't know what to do as a Bengals fan anymore it's uh past the point of being angry being mad being bitter it's just pure depression among Cincinnati fans who thought we were finally going to get a break with Marvin Lewis leaving town, and looks like that's just not going to happen anymore. How long do you think he's going to stick around for? I don't know, but you can be thankful for one thing. Cincinnati's not Cleveland, so Cleveland Browns are the worst franchise in the NFL. Be thankful. I'm thankful for Cincinnati Skyline Chili and some good old classic cheese hoagies, man, and a five-way chili. That's all I want from Cincinnati. You can keep your sports, keep your Bengals, Mike Brown. Peace.